Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus $30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. Welcome to the Nerdiverse. Go ahead, sit and listen to the masters. The old heads talk about what you love the most. Video games, comics, movies, and everything you need to maintain your We got the knowledge that's straight out the ether. Gonna need a drink and have to take a seat to expand your mind and listen to the speaker. Mike and the squad's gonna give you what you need. Please uh, send in a question. Come and get some answers. Learn a couple lessons from the masters with the special guests. We got the green lanterns glowing on our chest. Yes, please sit back and relax. Cause we're gonna hit you with them stone cold facts and allow me to be the very first to welcome you to the masters of the nerdiverse welcome to masters of the nerdiverse that is with an hard eye in the middle of that nerdy birdie you can always find this nuclear holocaust of a podcast on itunes Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and the Google Plays, if you so desire. I'm, of course, your host, Mike G. And with me, as always, is my crazy co-host, Winter Sturdivant. This is InfoWars. How's it going? <clears throat> InfoWars, man, where knowledge is power. Yes. Knowledge will punch you in the throat. The globalists are trying to take over. <clears throat> I'm trying, to, I'm trying to <laughs> clear my throat. <clears throat> there you go. I'm back. Okay. I want to hear that voice again, though. Say something else. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, <laughs> I can't do it now. <laughs> too, much on the spot, too much pressure. Too much pressure. Oh, no. <laughs> you sound like Jesse the Body Ventura, dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going off the grid. <laughs> I'm off the grid. Yeah. <laughs> I there's the video of Jesse Ventura back back when Colin Kaepernick was doing his uh, you know what we'll just say we don't want to alienate yes, we don't want a civil war on our hands in the nerdiverse. No, no. Uh, only a Captain America civil war is allowed here. Yeah, but there's a clip of Jesse Ventura talking about it. And it's like they paid him to do this. And it's like a white background. And it's just him sitting there like, Colin Kaepernick is doing the American thing. I fought Vietnam for that, right? You know what this sounds like? I'm losing the voice. <laughs> Nazi Germany. I was, a Na- I was a Navy SEAL. In my book, Kaepernick's a Navy SEAL. <laughs> what? Okay, as long as you're for, as long as you're for the uh, for the struggle. Yes, but when are you going to fight here, Hulk though. Hogan again for the title? <laughs> we're meeting at WrestleMania 37, but we're on WrestleMania 50, 37. Right? <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, I would see oh, that man. if I would see. I mean, they have the Undertaker coming back every year, and he's pretty right. much his pretty much his knees are just. Uh, <laughs> shot right now i wanted to say something mean yeah his his knees are 
he's pretty much one of those floating heads in a jar, like in Futurama. Yeah, right now, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> just finished, yeah. man. Why do they keep building him out? Let let the Undertaker chill, man. <laughs> he's like one of the <laughs> legends of wrestling that have not been caught with steroids, have not been caught with sexual assault, have not been caught with murder, and, and he can still Isn't walk. That funny, yeah, he can still move around. Like they they still wheel out Ric Flair, and he man, yeah. Ric Flair is a walking problem, man. Yeah. It's like out of everybody, Undertaker's the cleanest bell. Like you've never heard of him like hitting on hitting anyone or right. Like blading or drugs or or steroids, and he doesn't really talk a lot. He he's not into any weird politics. He's just no, like, not like Kane. Be me, man. <laughs> Kane isn't he the governor of Chicago or something crazy like that? No, he's Minnesota. Uh, no, that's Ventura, who the go- who was the governor of Minnesota before they kicked me oh, out <laughs> because I was too real. Yeah. Oh man, freaking Kane. He dropped a promo and won like the election. <laughs> he a clean promo, dog. Oh man, that's what I want. I want a fighting game where it's just wrestlers who've had political backgrounds, and they're like in their suits and shit. And like Arnold Schwarzenegger is like the last boss. You know what I mean? <laughs> Remember that time when RoboCop was at was on WCW? <laughs> no, I don't. Was, I'm not that old. Not a guy dressed. No, not a guy dressed like RoboCop, but RoboCop himself. I think he punched Cycle Sid in the chest real hard. He flew back. It was ultra dumb. I got into pro wrestling when they were when they were trying to go back to the like we have attitude sort of thing. So they had like oh. script poker on an episode, or like they had Edge sleeping with his wife in the ring. Yeah, in the episode. It's so stupid. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a little kid. I don't know what's going on. Oh, here's Matt Hardy. Hopefully he doesn't get another drug bust. Remember <laughs> when Eddie Eddie Guerrero did a ladder match for the custody of his child? Yeah. <laughs> it was real awkward, dude. Oh, I remember like when he died, uh, there was like an episode of sadness, and then his wife like connected the murder like his death into like a storyline. For the whole thing, uh, so she's like, "Yeah, Vicky Guerrero yeah. was like a plague on the WWE man." <laughs> Chavo was cool though. I like Chavo Guerrero. Chavo yeah. was what's up. He was a class sack man. Chavo's the cool um, uncle. He's the cool yeah. uncle that lets you take a sip of beer when nobody's looking. So you still haven't asked me how was my week? <laughs> where, where I was just about to roll into like other than reminiscing about wrestling. <laughs> yes. How how was your week, Winner? What you what you been up to, man? Oh well, I've been uh, rewatching a little series called Arrested Development. Uh, May twenty ninth, season <laughs> five comes out. Uh, nice. Yes, and they're standing by uh, Jeffrey Tambor, who's a part of the series, and perhaps some of our listeners know that he's been accused of sexual assault or stuff like that. And right. and uh, Arrested Development is the only show that I know of that has taken him back, and and uh, is the only show that like here's someone that's been accused, and they go like we're supporting him a hundred percent. Yeah, because he was kicked off that one show where he was. Uh, it was called Transparent, right. right? They kicked him off of that show because of the accusations, but 
Wasn't it something like the accusations proved to be false or something? That's why I don't know yet. Was like, yeah, I thought it was something like that. Yeah. That's why Red's the development was so cool to bring him back. They were just like, well, that's the problem blamed. with our media. <laughs> we don't know. We we never hear about the the end of the story. We only hear about the beginning part of the accusations. Yeah, man. You know, it's a twenty four hour news cycle. So once yeah. people stop caring, the truth doesn't matter anymore. So on that high note, um, I think I'm what I'm going to call this next part of my uh, how was my week rant is uh, cage the Nicholas <laughs> segment. Cage the ne- <laughs> Nicholas uncaged. <laughs> yeah. So I've noticed that there's about eight or twelve Nicholas Cage movies out on Netflix, and I've only heard about two of them. So I'm going to try to go through each one <laughs> and see what I think yeah, about it. Man. And this first one okay. that I watched called Rage, um, you don't need to see Rage it. Cage. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to see that one, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like that's, cool, that's comedy. There's like a couple of scenes that are cool, but there's like moments where I don't understand what's going on. Like, yeah, like they could have. So there's a there's a Irish gang boss in here, and I'm like, oh, well, they're gonna hire an Irishman to do it. But no, they no. hire they hire uh, Peter Stomar. I love him, dude. A Swedish <laughs> like, actor. Yeah, <laughs> <to> play, <laughs> Peter Stormare is super dumb. Yeah, dude. to play an Irishman, and he just does like your most racist Irish voice you can think of. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, and it's like there's just, you don't need to see it. Particularly when okay. when there's other movies out. Like, I also watched Heat on the same day. Ooh, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I also read the articles oh, now that Al Pacino has come out saying that Heat, uh, his character in Heat was high on cocaine with a coke fiend. Did you? Yeah, and like, I super could see that. Yeah, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Like, who are you? Because he was, he was real sp- sporadic in that movie, yeah. man. He was like, your wife has a sweet ass. <laughs> like, what? And everybody just looks at him yeah. and he just stops. <laughs> it's so awkward, dude. Oh, man. If it's okay, may I recommend the next Nicolas Cage movie that you watch? Yes. You And I know, I think it's still on uh, Netflix. Uh, have you ever seen Lord of War? Yes, I've seen that. That's the one where he's uh, supposedly a Russian arms dealer yeah, with Ethan Hawke. That's my, that, Ethan Hawke and Jared Leto, man. Yeah. It's, the, it's like my favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, please. And that's saying something. What about Face Off? Face Off's too real, man. <laughs> face Off. I can't. Face Off. It's John Woo. Is, is, face Off is what you put on to hold people hostage, man. Like, <laughs> oh, man, why is Face Off playing in the in the backdrop of this party? Don't ask questions. Just let Face Off rock. It's like, can we change the channel? No. I'm just that's a sucker for John Woo. I, I did a whole report on on him for college, so that was great. <laughs> Remember in Face Off where they, had, they were in jail and had to magnetize boots? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, just a little bit of the John Woo thing. I, I showed clips of the first Mission Impossible 
where it's yeah. like very sl- comparatively slow action i would call it like it's still like explosions going on and everything but it's not over right. the top like the the uh the the edge of your seats part is like the helicopter blades going to east to uh, tom cruise's neck then you cut yeah. to and then i would cut to a scene from mission impossible 2 where it's like they're somehow they defy physics and motorcycles and they jump off and they're shooting at each other and yeah, yeah and i just love like john woo he's man i, I love old school john woo like with uh, Chung fat yeah. hard boiled tequila. and a better tomorrow tequila, yeah. tequila duh. those are so good where it's like high speed shotgun action right doesn't make any sense it's like it's like a shotgun but it's like set to a semi-automatic like fire rate it's just well part of this presentation that i did i showed the clip yeah. of uh, i think it's hard-boiled where they have the whole like shootout scene in the hospital yeah 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 Yeah. and i like okay i'm gonna show you this whole thing in its entirety because it's one shot the whole thing it doesn't break to somewhere else it's the camera following them sick editing man right well like there's no um there's no editing it was just all like man one shot yeah one shot man work where it's like they're blowing up everything and then they go into the elevator and then i and while I was telling this, I read somewhere that when they when they closed the doors, that was when the people on set replaced everything in the room, sort of thing. So mm-hmm. it looked like they went up another level, and they, they went up That's a dope. level in the elevator. So then when they so they went in, everything was destroyed. The doors open up, and then everything's back to normal. <laughs> they just keep That's going. Sick, they don't. They don't do stuff like that anymore. CG no. has ruined like technical marvels like that, where you know they did the old boy shot before old boy did it. Right. You know what I mean? That that never ending shot. This is so sick. Like Children of Men is one of my favorite like nonstop no edit moments. The car scene, the the car hijack scene is Children of Men. It's so superb, man. It's just the cinematography and how it was shot, and it's all one single shot. It's just the best. Check out. Check out Children of Men if you don't know what I'm talking yeah, about. Clive Owen sick. or your budget Gerard Butler. So <laughs> sometimes it can go either way, though. Sometimes Gerard Butler is a a, a budget Clive Owen. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. Well, depending on what time of year it is, <laughs> they flip flop. So I also saw the movie. Speaking of Clive Owen, I also saw the movie uh, Anon or Anon. Okay. Um, on Netflix, What's that? the original Netflix movie where Clive Owen is a detective in a world where there is no more privacy, uh, because everyone—it's like they take—they took—they took an idea from Black Mirror, really, and made it to this, to where it's like people have mm. computers in their brain. So, like, all right, let, let me see the footage of what I just saw thirty seconds ago, and they can just rewind oh, all that stuff. And then there's people Ugh. who know how to hack and make themselves invisible or make you see things that make you, yeah, it, it's very cool. It's a cool concept. I to watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes me uncomfortable. Like, I try watching Black Mirror episodes and they get way too real, man. Yeah. Like, I just can't. And he, uh, and he has to. 
Yeah. Yeah, he has to go undercover in the in the movie. And this is where I would have an issue. His undercover play, I don't want to spoil it, but it's like mm-hmm. do cops do I don't think cops can do that. <laughs> it's kind, <laughs> it's kind <laughs> of like how cops get hookers, we'll say, in trouble. Is it an immersion breaker? Did it take you out the movie? Not really. It's it's more like it's a you just go, well in the future cops can get away with a bunch of much more. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever they want. Patriot Act. You know? Yes. Well, Patriot Act is now. Just, just. A- <laughs> no, I, mean, I know. It's like Patriot Act 2.0 or 3.0. Oh, like, yeah, we just see everything you do. Every moment of your life, we have recorded somewhere. Whether you wanted to or not. Awesome. I also saw the Netflix movie, uh, The Outsider, with Jared Leto. Can we talk about that? Because I watched that too. Yes, I want to know what talk you think about, about it. What you thought about that? Yeah. So I read online that this this movie stunk. It has it's like don't even see it sort of thing. And right. I think they were too critical of the movie. Same here. Yeah, I think it was a great movie. I think they mistook like the director trying to portray what it would be like in the Yakuza uh, right. as it being boring or it's like, it's too rigid. It's like, well, it's right. the Yak, it's the Yakuza. They have all these traditions that go with right. also being thugs and criminals. Right. It's a business. Yes. Um, I think it could have had a little bit more action points to, or like they could have, it definitely could have gone another 40 minutes, I think, for me. Yeah. Yeah. It ended kind of abruptly to me. Right. Well, like, I, I want to, yeah. I would want to see, I wanted to hear more about his background. Like, you, you have a spoiler alert. You have one of his, like, buddies, buddies come back <laughs> and, it, like, he's kind of hinting at, um, you might be court martialed if you, if they knew where you were, you were still here. I'm like, what did that mean? We don't know. <laughs> yeah, because spoilers, he just kills the guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, the one guy who's like, he's like, Jerry. He's like, what? Uh-huh. Jerry Joe Jams. It's me. It's Buddy. We were stationed in Fort Bragg. He's like, shut. He's like, shut up. Like, Please just go away. He's like, nah, man, we got to talk. We got to hang out. And he's just like, ooh, all right, let me take you somewhere in a corner, like. I think people who came into this movie thinking it was an action movie came into it wrong because it's a drama. Right. You know what I mean? It's a drama. It's not supposed – like, it has action scenes that are okay. It's not John Woo that, like we were just right. talking about. Well, it's a gangster but I th- film, I, I would put. It's yeah, a gangster yeah. film. But it's also, like you said, it's rigid because it's the Yakuza in 1950s Japan. Right. You can't get more rigid than that. You know what I mean? They're not playing, you know? And and Jared Leto, you can roll your eyes that he's the magical gaijin that comes and saves the day or is the one that's accepted or whatever. Well, that's but they're playing the storyline pretty straight. Right. <laughs> exactly, yeah. right? So I know people get tired of kind of tired of that trope of the, you know, yeah. Anglo Saxon male coming to save this foreign land from its troubles or whatever. But Jared plays it pretty straight. Right. You know, like he doesn't go over the top. I mean, it's it's very it's very subdued, so I think people can construe that for it being boring. But 
no, I was really intrigued with the families and the people he was connecting to, the women he was connecting to, and just kind of like that Yakuza life where it was like, yeah, I messed up. Give me that hand. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Without question. Don't don't scream. Don't cry. Just thank you. You you've paid your debt. Now get out of here. You know? Right. I liked it. Like I, I thought it was a slow burn, but um I think it was a I think people gave it a way harder break than it really deserves. Right. Like I would I would put the slow burn up there with like the Godfather. I wouldn't put the movie up there with the Godfather, but I would say it had right. the same like slow slow like this is how the this particular gang works um mm-hmm. yeah and then there's and like massive violence right. for like 30 seconds and then it kind of backs off and, and then it slows down yeah oh. have you watched the godfather yet that was when he, that was part of your homework i believe no man I'll, uh, to go into my week yeah. uh i watched batman ninja <laughs> Which I will talk about later. I wonder. I'm going to review it sometime this week. Uh, c- but because that movie needs to be talked about in length, because it's so wacky, it's so nuts. Uh, what movie was? That's this? all I'll say on it. Right, Batman Ninja. Oh, it's a Japanese oh, anime. Right, we we covered that. <laughs> yeah, where, where, where Batman <laughs> is whisked away to feudal Japan along with everyone in Arkham Asylum. That's all I'm going to say right now because I'm definitely going to cover it in the review. Mm-hmm. But man, this thing takes this thing. This thing is nuts, man. Like it's just, it's not even. It's I can't say it's not Batman because it's such a love letter to Batman. <sighs> but wow, they let they let these Japanese uh, directors do whatever the hell they wanted with the, right. with the characters, man. It's kind of nuts. But if you want my knee jerk reaction, rent it. Don't buy it. That's real quick. Ooh. One movie I will talk about at length because I don't care about it is I watched Dwayne the Rock Johnson vehicle Baywatch this week. Oh no. Because it was on Amazon and it was free. And I was curious. So I watched this regurgitated yes. uh uh miso soup of a movie. That means it's bland and it's gross. And it's one of those movies where they let the soundtrack tell you how to feel. It's very Zack Snyder in that way, where it's like, if you see like the rock, like running, it's like, it starts playing like rolling by like Limp Biscuit. It's like, I get it. I see him running. You don't need to tell me in song form <laughs> that he's running. Yeah. And it reminds me, you, did you ever see an old school, like nineties movie called summer school? No. Where, the, where these, these wacky kids, were bad and they all got stuck in summer school and wackiness ensues. This movie reminds me of a bad '90s beach movie. Ouch! Because you know, like they had, yeah. they tried to bring it back because because back in the day in the '50s they had movies like Beach Blanket Bingo and like those '50s surfer movies, and then in the '90s they had these fun spring break kind of bad like over sexualized, over masculine, over masculine, okay, over masculine, like just garbage in this movie i can't say it didn't make me chuckle a couple of times but it's just so bad it has uh zach efron in it who actually is the only shining spark of this entire movie funny enough because the guy actually has acting subtlety sometimes but everything else is so cookie cutter man it's like you got the girls in tight 
Baywatch uniforms or whatever running down the beach, of course. And it's just such a pain in the ass to watch. It's like, ugh. Hated it. Like, were you expecting something else? <laughs> I wasn't expecting King Lear, man. You know, I'm yeah. not expecting Hello. But I'm expecting a coherent comedy that's based off the source material, which it which it kind of pokes fun yeah. at the source material well, like, in all the wrong ways. Yeah, well, it know? seems like Baywatch was good in the first place. That's what I don't get. It's like, I think people are having, like, uh, rose-colored glasses with nostalgic TV shows. You know what I mean? Like, I tried to watch an episode of Baywatch, and I'm like, oh... This is just like a soap opera with big boobed women, and pretty much, yeah, so soap opera. And uh, damn, uh, straight up, and uh, it it was not appealing to me. I don't I don't go for movies like for that. And it's also a red flag that it's a free Prime movie because yeah, man. Amazon was, Prime is like the is like the internet's five dollar bin at Walmart. I love it because yeah. Amazon Prime bails me out when I need stuff to talk about for the show. I'm like, okay, what horrible movie is on here now? Like they'll have they'll oh. have some good ones every now and then, like Riot on Subway. Every once in a while, sixty nine or mm-hmm. whatever it's called. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> or like uh, they'll have like. The Americans at the TV show on there, but uh, right, yeah, I don't know. I'm canceling again. my Prime. It's going up again. <laughs> eh, I use Prime a lot. I use it for Amazon Fresh, and I buy stuff on it. So I'll yeah. stick with it until they just get crazy with it. They're, but yeah, don't watch Baywatch. They're going to increase it. it to a hundred and twenty bucks, I believe. Fuck oh. a year. They're really making it hard to stick around. Right. Uh, they better have the drones out if that's the case. I want my stuff flown in by drones like they promised me. Bastards. <laughs> the only other thing I did this weekend was I played Brayman Legends on the PS4 because it was free for PSN this month. Okay. And it's very colorful and it reminds me of like Abe's Odyssey, which is good back, oh, way back in the day. But then comes the microtransactions, and I'm just like, why must everything be bottled down with loot boxes and microtransactions and open this and unlock this? Can I just play the game? That's ugh, that's what I loved about God of War. It's just that it cut all that crap out. Yeah. Just play the game. Everything you need is in the game. You don't need to unlock or have that weird loot box tie that's to every single game now. Uh, it's free, so if you ha- if you have PlayStation Plus, so play it. If you like uh, platformers, if you like colorful games that look great in HD when they're on when it's flat when it's flattened on like a flat two D plane, it's, it's a beautiful game, beautiful game. Oh man, you ready to get into some? Let's news? go to the news. That news. Do, 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 do. That's when you get real. That's when you get the G chord on the bass. You got to get those yeah. high pitch wine, Doug. Oh, man. <laughs> Wacky news this week that I really want to talk about. So, real quick, there was a giant E3 leak that happened. <laughs> like Amazon, can- uh, not Amazon, I'm sorry. Uh, Wal- Walmart Canada released a list of Walmart. <laughs> of pretty much, 
everything that's going to be at E3 this year that's going to be announced. They just dropped this crazy list. Gotta love Walmart. They just said, screw E3. And one of the games that's on there that was the most wackiest that people thought was like, man, this list is not real because there's no, why would they make this game? Was Rage 2. And for those who are like, what's Rage? I don't remember that game. It was this Bethesda vehicle almost seven years ago, five years ago. Uh-huh. That came out on the id software platform. And it was a pretty much a game about post-apocalyptic boomerang throwing. It was just, it was an okay game. I played it. It was kind of milk toast. It was fine, right? It was just, okay, I didn't beat it. But now Rage 2 <laughs> was announced early because the Bethesda scrambled and had to get in front of this. So they released a teaser trailer, a live action teaser trailer that was all colorful and pinks and blues and cotton candy colored mayhem. And they were saying, oh, okay, fine. But then they released a gameplay trailer and the crowd goes mild. It just was like, okay, uh, cars. Looks like there's a battle royale version of it. Of course there is. I hate freaking. It's PUBG's fault. You know what I'm saying? They created this monster and now we're all tied all now, our- now it's not fault it's the guy that who made the mod that then became PUBG. bastard <laughs> he created a yeah. monster and now all our games are like tied into it like if red dead redemption gets a battle royale mode which it will i'm not i'm just i, I would love it i'm a western battle royale on horseback okay it sounds yeah. cool damn it Damn it. I don't want to like it. Don't be an angry old man. Uh, I I hate change. (laughs) Damn it. But Rage 2, it looks dumb. I'm probably not going to get it. Because if here's the thing. If Borderlands 3 is announced, which was also, I think, on that list, then screw Rage. I'm buying Borderlands 3 all day, all day. But if Borderlands 3 is vaporware and it's just not coming out this year or next year... Then I'll get Rage 2 for 20 bucks. Just buy it. <laughs> I'm not going to buy it first day. But the graphics look great, of course. Uh, gameplay looks okay. We'll see. You know, it's one of those we'll see. And of course, by E3, which is in a month, I cannot wait. Uh, there's going to be more info on it. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of E3, PlayStation also decided to jump the gun and say pretty much what their conference was going to be this year. And they've decided that rather than doing a showcase of multiple games uh-huh. and kind of spreading everything out, they're going to do, they're going to showcase four games heavy Ooh. that they're going to showcase. And those four games are, and I'm very excited for this list. Knack three. Okay. <laughs> Knack three. <laughs> Prey two. You know, Prey two is going to be dope. Uh, Sega Brawl or whatever that Sonic Spinball Three. That's what they're gonna <laughs> announce. One is Spider uh is Insomniac Spider Man, which it looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um that's the game that's made by the Sucker Punch guys, the guys who did Infamous. This is their latest game since then. And I love me some infinite um infamous. I have all those games, even the downloadable content, which wasn't all that great. I'm looking at you first light, but <laughs> The game looks solid. I want to play as Spoderman. I want to fight the Hobgoblin. He better be in that damn game. Give me some Hobgoblin, guys. He's orange and blue. It's really good colors. Uh, the other game is Death Stranding, 
which is the next Hideo Kojima, Kojima uh-huh. game, which we have no idea what that game is. There has been no gameplay shown, and it's a mystery. All we've seen is cutscenes, and the last one they've shown was like two years ago. So who knows what this game is? So that seeing 20 minutes of gameplay footage of that is exciting all by itself. Because yeah. I love me some Hideo Kojima. I, I, I didn't grow up with Metal Gear, but I learned to appreciate it later in life. I started as Snake Eater, played all the way through. I didn't play Metal Gear 5, but yeah. Yeah, I'm getting skeptical with Death Stranding. We'll just... I, it's I, it's I, too I, crazy. I just don't know what to yeah. make of it. You know, just I just want to see what it is. Flying too close to the sun, or he could have been I like giving. Or I, I'm I'm just saying that this happens to a lot of people. To where you've had restraint, you had like all these pressures on you. To where you had like your creativity was bottled up. To mm-hmm. where you can only put a little bit in, which is good, um, into your project, and uh, but now that there's no longer those parameters, and you've now can freely move about the way that you want to, it can sometimes hurt hurt you, Kojima. Yeah, here's the <laughs> um, thing about yeah. Hideo Kojima specifically this guy this is a guy who created games like Zone of the Enders which is such a creative game <laughs> the Zone right. of the Enders series is nuts and then Konami relegated him or delegated him to you're making Metal Gear games forever and he was like I'm over Metal Gear I have other ideas I want to do they're like no hold that and make Metal right. Gear forever until we're done with you now that the reins are off and he has infinite money from Sony Exactly. And I'm hoping there's a a creative and Guillermo del Toro is working on this game with him. So it's those two brains coming together. These guys who created PT, which is arguably one of the scariest games of all time, even though the game itself is like 10 minutes. So nuts. Right. So between between Sony, the PlayStation division, the rest of the divisions are garbage. But between Sony, PlayStation division, Hideo Kojima himself, Hideo, uh, Guillermo del Toro, and all the creative people around him, hopefully they can fine-tune his craziness into a decent game. Because like you said, I definitely agree. Sometimes uh, unbridled creativity is madness. Look at um, Peter Mol- Peter Molyneux, you know, right. with Fables. And I'm going to change the world. And the guy who makes all those horrible games at Quantic Dream, I forget his name at, at the moment. Where he just says whatever, this game is going to change humanity. It's like, no, it's a shitty game. People are just right. obsessed with it because the graphics are great. Don't get me started on Quantic Dream. But or like just comparing yeah. it to like a director to yeah. where uh, Scorsese, he, he comes out with a he'll, – he'll do a movie and it'll like he'll do Shutter Island. And right. then he did a, his passion project, Silence. Right. Beautiful and, movie. Yeah, yeah, and Silence had uh, like no one. Oh well, that defeats what I said originally about Kojima. All right, that's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, one of the other games that is going to be shown is The Last of Us Two, which yes. everyone's clamoring to see gameplay for because that's one of the mo- that's one of the hallmarks of the PlayStation Three. It's actually probably the best game on that system, based on its story and its gameplay and its graphics and. And people are just like, what is the gameplay? Like, what is this game? Because all we've seen so far are uh, CGI videos. And it's just like, 
let bring it on. I play. I didn't beat Last of Us because it's such a heavy game. I watched someone. I watched the Let's Play of it and got the whole story. So I'm, I'm probably gonna end up trying to play it again before it comes out. Right. But it's a beautiful game, and uh, that first trailer hooked me. Uh, that first trailer where Ellie's playing the guitar. And it's like she's kind of nuts at this point, living in this world and growing up in this world. So I'm kind of curious to see what they do with that character and have these be the boogeymen, have them be the bad guys told from their point of view. Because I think that's what they're going to do is they're the boogeymen of these of this world. And they're just going after the good guys because they have some kind of vendetta against them. Something happened. Mm. So Last of Us 2 is going to be shown in detail. Excited for that. In the last game that's going to be shown is totally a mystery to me. It's called ghost of Tsushima. And that's the one that's actually made by sucker punch. I, I mixed it up earlier. Insomnia insomnia games is making Spider-Man sucker punch is making ghost of um, Tsushima. And it, 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 we've only gotten one trailer for it and it looks it like looks a cool. feudal Japan. It looks cool. Yeah. Right. It's a feudal Japan almost reminds me of like Vietnam. You know what I mean? Like it's very dark and, and yeah. you can, it's like humid. The game feels well. That humid. could be just you. I don't uh, lump all Asian people in the same group. Hello, it, Michael's <laughs> racist. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> so you heard it here first. But no, I just like every every movie I've seen that has to do with Vietnam is like heavy as shit. Like Jacob's Ladder, Apocalypse Now. It's just like damn. Uh-huh. Like hi. What you mean? There's no lighthearted war movies. <laughs> Well, there are. There's, there there's are Nash. There's Stripes. Uh, no, Hello, Vietnam. Okay. There's Major good morning, movie. Vietnam. Yeah. yeah. Good morning, Vietnam. Tropic Thunder. Jeez. Yeah. By the way, is there like something that's going on with Major Pain right now? I've seen what? I've seen clips of it on my Facebook. Like someone like had a clip of Major Pain. And I'm like, and then I remember reading something about it recently. I don't recall. Man, well, I'm like, they're making a major pain too, though. <laughs> That'd be dope, dude. With, with the original cast, with the original cast of the kids all grown up and they're all yeah. like in the military and shit. And one of them's a washout. Oh uh, man, remember when he was doing the robot in the club? He was killing it. Stephen Wayne's is an idiot. All right, uh, Nunus, Nunus. All right, did you check out that Predator trailer for the Predator? Uh, I looked at photos of it. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah, yeah. I liked how I liked how you you worded this. The Predator tra- trailer brings back the iconic aliens. Or I guess that's how the website uh, titled it. The article. I, I yeah. I, the article is dumb, but I saw one person tweet. It's like funny enough that the predator the predators are aliens, and the aliens are technically predators. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like it's all one giant circle jerk. Uh, but Shane Black, the guy who directed the first one, is directing this one, and apparently, it takes place in the future of Aliens Two, but doesn't count any of the Alien versus Predator crap. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Aliens Two, uh, so, Aliens. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it it t- it takes place after the f- it takes place in the future of Predator Two. I'm sorry, Predator. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was my mistake. Uh, but doesn't count any of the Alien Predator stuff. So it's pretty much after Don, after Don, after Danny Glover. Oh, my brain is dying. Um, yeah. Pretty much said, "Oh, they'll be back." This is when they come back, I guess. And 
from the trailer, it looks like it says a lot about the movie. I wish I didn't know. <laughs> like, I want to be surprised. So I'm just, okay. this is officially on media blackout till I watch it because I have to go see a Predator movie. I can't, I can't yeah. not see it. But this is the movie that Arnold dropped out of because he was mad because he wasn't getting enough like screen time. Well, he needs to spend time with his know. son. <laughs> Thank you very much. Which one? <laughs> well played. <laughs> the one that lives in Pasadena in a one in a one story. Uh, uh, one the one story that's house. Conan. Or the one that lives in, a, in the photo. The yeah, the one that lives with him, or the no, one that the, doesn't. The, the one that there was a picture oh. that his mob dressed him as Conan for Halloween. How tacky is that, dude? And yeah. then you send it to Arnold. Please give us money. <laughs> That's so rough, dude. Whatever it takes, man. Right. Whatever you got to do. Uh, Rick and Morty got renewed, as well as Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, very, very happy for these two series because they have a huge yeah. cult following. Well, not just renewed uh, for Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's going to a different uh, channel. Yes, NBC. it's going to CBS. Uh, yes. NBC. CBS is for Sorry. old people. It's never uh, going to. <laughs> Hey, CBS at the price is right. And that will always be hold, hold a, 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 a space <laughs> in my heart. But yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine was flat out canceled. Fox pulled a Fox and canceled all their best shows, as yeah. they're apropos to do. We all know this happens. But the internet screamed so hard and so loud for a few days that CBS said, you know what, we'll take it up. My only fear is that on CBS, will it change? Or NBC, I'm sorry. I keep saying CBS. On NBC, will will it change the writing? Will anything change? Will they change the formula? You know what I mean? Because I hope they don't make it too cookie. Or they could switch it up to where it's like they could make fun of how they're switching stations and going to a different one. Like, we're in a different precinct now. (laughs) Oh, trust me. They're going to do some non-sequitur about that. I told you. What's the difference between the two? Nothing at all but a bigger budget. (laughs) I don't know. Something like that. Uh, and they look, yeah. they look dead in the camera. That's when you just eyeball the camera. Now, speaking of shows that were renewed, I want to talk about one show that wasn't renewed. And I know it's a show where you were following, so I kind of wanted your two cents on it, <laughs> or the 25 cents, rather. It's that Sci-Fi is canceling The Expense after three seasons. Yeah, not surprised. <laughs> not surprised, huh? Yeah. yeah, it's a good show, but the Sci-Fi channel has an issue with – keeping good shows it's like we can mm-hmm. add another sharknado right in the section yeah yeah but we're gonna cancel you know two human you know the f- yeah the two humans good uh or be i was thinking of being human i think being the human thank the, you i was thinking about the yeah that's the one where the vampire and the werewolf live in a house with a ghost right yeah, it's super dumb. I and love they it. smash. So, okay. Everybody smashes, dog. Everybody <laughs> smashes everybody. It's real awkward for the first two weeks for all the fur and blood everywhere. And, and ectoplasm. I, you know, and I just looked this up too. Fox also canceled the Exorcist TV show. Oh, that was so good. I know. The Exorcist show was so good, dude. What's wrong with Fox? Why do they do this but all, they, every time? Not, not only will they keep the Lethal Weapon TV show, they'll... Oh, let's talk it. about that, dude. <laughs> yeah. You got me started. So, okay, they're going to cancel Brooklyn the, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, right? They're going to cancel The Exorcist, but they're going to fight tooth and nail and add Sean 
William Scott of all people to play Riggs and replace the guy. Well, he's going to play a different himself. character. Apparently, he's not. It's gonna not going to be. It's not going to be Riggs. It's going to be someone similar. What? The fuck? Riggs too. How do you have lethal? How do you have Le- <laughs> Riggs the sequel? Yeah. How do you have lethal weapon without Riggs and Murtaugh? What's the point at that point? What? That's uh-huh. like having Thelma and Louise, but not Louise. <laughs> right? Yeah. This is Tango and Money. Cash got fired. <laughs> Fuck out yeah. of here, man. That makes me so mad. That's so garbage. Fox is so short-sighted. But this is cool because these ep- these uh, shows find homes. The good ones always find homes. That's true. Arrested Development. Netflix. 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 Right. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. NBC. Yeah. I mean, you know, you want, and, and and it wasn't always like that. You know, I think of Firefox, Firefly. Sorry, my, I'm just I need I need food. I've been eating all day. Firefly. I think if it came out now, yeah. it got canceled now. Man, people would find a place for it. Yeah, you know it would go to they would find a home somewhere. Right. Yeah. Our, I, I think it would be really good on like Showtime. A Showtime. I think would it needs, be good. It needs a bigger budget. You know what I mean. Oh, the Firefly! It's so good. Yeah, like we need to cancel this show so that we can make a room for another Kevin James series. No, another Seth MacFarlane vehicle. Yeah, get out of here, man. Oh man, speaking of horrible vehicles, this is the news article of the week, and it's the sh- the most horrible, irritating thing I've read all month. Well, I didn't so know you didn't like the North Koreans releasing those people. That that was the news line of the week. <laughs> you know, I don't know <laughs> what's your problem. Is. What, is, what, what a way to sandbag my news article. Why could I follow that? But for one, I'm happy for the for one, I'm happy for the released people from North Korea. I hope they have fruitful and long lived lives. Yeah. What? <laughs> Please <laughs> listen to the show. <laughs> Please listen to this podcast. Don't stop listening. So they're making a Monster Hunter movie, right? right. I mean, I've been talking about Monster Hunter a lot over this year because I've just loved the game since it's come out. And yes, I am a Monster Hunter noob. I haven't been playing since Freedom or any bullshit like that. I just like the game that's played on the PS4. And I'm probably gonna re I'm probably gonna replay the old ones in my due time. But they're making a, a movie. Directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Or Paul Anderson. Ooh. Always mix those up. The guy who directed Resident Evil. And, of course, the movie is starring Mila Jovovich, his wife. Because that's, they're a package deal. Uh-huh. So she is going to play something in a Monster Hunter game that takes place in modern times. Like in New York and shit. <sighs> Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is where, this is what happens when people don't respect video games. Yeah. Right? Like, this is like Super Mario Bros. The the old school movie that's hated by all. What's the cheap thing to do? Use existing sets. We're not going to build out the Mushroom Kingdom. That'll cost millions, right? So let's just make it look like a crappy city. And call it Mushroom Kingdom and just say this is a different retelling of the story. If Monster Hunter was directed by Peter Jackson, they would be in New Zealand and Weta would be creating Rathalos's. And, and we're going to make it three movies. It would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. 
and we're going to make it three movies. We're going to make it, and the third one's going to be cut in half. But it at least would be, it would look like right. the game, right? The easiest way to make a video game movie is to make it look like the game. Yeah. Easy, right? Like, okay, I'm not a big fan of the Resident Evil films. And yes, I will admit, they made tons of money. I think altogether they made like a billion dollars. Just took Sony, seven whoever movies. Owns yeah. that. It just took seven movies. But I'm so t- I'm so tired of these movies being different things, but having the name slapped on it. You know what I mean? Like, this is not going to have anything to do with Monster Hunter. It's going to show Rathalos, probably because right. that's the flagship monster. And Mila Jovovich is going to have some kind of stupid shit where she has Rathalos DNA. And she's going to be the fastest and the strongest, and she's going to be able to talk to all the, the dinosaurs or whatever. And she's going to be the best and strongest in the Mary Sue. She's not going to be afraid of anything, afraid of nothing. Yeah, might as well do a, a crossover with uh, Resident Evil at that point. You might as well have Alice go there. Yeah. At the end of Resident Evil Aftermath or whatever it's called, she's driving from Resident Evil into Monster Hunter. Yep. It's going to be the dumbest shit ever. And it's like, have a white rabbit playing in the background because it has the word, the name Alice in the lyrics. <laughs> that's, how dir- that's how directors and editors think, by the way. Really tacky ones. And it's going to be a real tacky <laughs> remix where it's all dubstep and shit. Boom. And she's going to be on the back of it. And she's going to be on the back of a freaking, you know, Anjanath. And she's going to have her, her great sword and it's going to play some weird dubstep version of We Are the World. And it's going to be garbage as shit. And it's going to be a bad movie. And it's like, it took comic book movies like two decades for people to start taking this stuff seriously. Say, so just do what the book tells you to do. Right. And adjust the things to tell an interesting story. You don't put, you don't, you don't set Gotham City in Arizona, right? Like, it won't make sense. You don't you don't have Superman be born in like, unless you're doing Red Sun in like Soviet Soviet Union, you know Russia. Like, just make the game look like, make the movie look like the game, <sighs> or don't do it at all. Like, why is this so hard to wrap your like? Why are these things even greenlit? If it's not for the fans of the thing, it's called after the thing. I get so mad about this because it's like, it's the simplest thing. Ah. Well, old man uh, Mike G is time for his nap. <laughs> I want my damn metal musil. Just, just mm, it's just the easiest. It, don't call it Monster Hunter then. Well, call it me. me Call it Jovovich and jump in in in, in, a, in a romper, jo- yeah, Jovovich yeah. rompers. This, yeah, and have her running around with guns and shit. She's probably going to be semi-automatics. Resident Resident Evil Nine, Monster Hunter. <laughs> I mean, why do the thing if it's not going to look like the thing? It's the easiest thing in the world. That's like Dark Souls taking place. And like, I don't know. Uh, uh, it, and it's like, it's like, I get it. This guy makes money, right? Yeah. It's Capcom. Capcom's like, we can trust this guy. He's made seven movies with us and made our and made our franchise successful. 
Resident Evil 5 through 6 were made pretty good money. But you got to care about the name you're slapping onto this stuff because it's important to the people that made it popular. That's the news, man. (laughs) That's it. I'm disgusted. I'm upset and I want a scone. A chocolate chip scone. Oh! You ready to answer some quick questions, my good friend? You got it there, sir. If you want to ask us a question or yell at me for not under, for being old and yell and screaming at the moon, uh, yell, old man yells at sun. Uh, you can send those questions to Masters of the Nerdiverse Cast at gmail.com. That is Masters of the Nerdiverse Cast at gmail.com. First question. Real simple question that I think is not really pertaining to the Nerdiverse, but how do you grow up as a human being? And not be jerks to other people. What's the secret to not be an asshole? The secret is to uh, take it easy. <laughs> and, uh, that is the simplest and best answer. Just yeah. relax, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I feel that that has been a life goal for me. Not um, Just wear Hawaiian shirts and shorts for the rest of my life. And except for Sundays and then, and uh, right. yeah, it have uh, it. It's really, it's really hard for you to take the steps to change it. It really depends on the people who mold you into what you are. So right. I would encourage parents to uh, develop your children's critical thinking skills at an early age. Yes. Yes. It's what we used to call home training when I was a kid. My mom would say, look, you see that kid splashing in the in the water fountain like an ass and his mom is just sitting there watching him? Uh-huh. That kid has no home training. Home tra- you get home training, it helps you not be an asshole because you you're not an entitled shit that thinks that the world revolves around them. There's other people around you in the circle we call life. Like... Winter said, just relax, yeah. man. Don't be, sh- if someone says something you don't agree with, argue your point without being a bitch. <laughs> next question. Easy, easy. Growing up, what was your fa- favorite video game console accessory? Which one that sticks out to your mind? Oh. Um, I liked, I liked getting controllers I liked getting Mad Cat controllers, uh, if you remember those. Yeah. Yeah, they always seemed cheaper (laughs) than buying a normal controller to me. Or, like, I would buy, like, when I had a PlayStation 2, I the controllers would always like get dirty or broken or stuff so that I would go get another controller and then it would always catch my eye to get what, like, it would always be like a see-through, like the clear plastic controller that was a little, oh, the little chunkier around the edges. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is perfect for my big hands. But the problem was those would die a lot quicker. So they were they were pieces yeah. of crap. Yeah, but they, they were, were like fifteen bucks, so I could afford it. Exactly. Yeah. So I had one too. Trust and believe. Yeah. Oh man, the one that comes to mind. Speaking of controllers was the GameCube Wave Bird. It was one of the very first wireless controllers. Oh, yeah. 
and it just felt good. Like I have big hands yeah. too, right? And I couldn't really use the GameCube controller to play like Metroid Prime or Soul Calibur for that matter. So I was just like, the Wave Bird was a bit chunkier. It was wireless, had a big giant batteries section in the back. And it, just, it weighed just that right weight, you know what I mean? Where it's not too heavy, not too light, didn't feel cheap. It lasted me forever. I love that Wave Bird, man. And then other than that, of course, I'm old enough to remember the uh, the Power Glove for Nintendo. Jeez. My hands were too big for that. As a kid, my hands were too big for that. Such a damn... I was a freaking Jotun as a child. Couldn't fit into that, but the Power Glove was good for the two seconds I could wear it. Now, what I, I do uh, want to say, what is not my... F- my least favorite console accessory and actually turned me off the PlayStation two for uh, the PlayStation company for a while. And I went to original Xbox mm. and every, and three sixty um, was when uh, the PlayStation two, you could only have two players unless you bought this thing that you can plug in and get another two, yeah, to get another two players. Yeah. And I did not like that. I thought that was distasteful. Yeah. Like you want me to pay yeah. another 70 bucks. <laughs> like, first of all, I don't have enough friends for that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Real talk, man. Yeah. It was always the rich Ugh. kid that had that in the neighborhood. Right. Yeah. If I had to think of worst accessory for a video mm-hmm. game, it was that sucky uh, uh, light screen that you got for the Game Boy. I don't know. Oh if you yeah, I've, that. I've had light screen. You like slap on top of it and it blurs the screen, and it's like a vanity mirror, but you're for your yeah. game. Mine would magnify because back then they were backlit. Well. <laughs> yeah, it was the. It, Broke my eyes. I think I need. I needed glasses after that because that thing was such a piece of crap. Oh, I hated that thing. Oh man, let's squeeze in one more quick right. question. Uh, if you can get one moment of your memory to put into a video, what memory would that be? Um. Oh, this would be an easy one because it, it's horror related. It's connected to my yeah. time in the uh, uh, hospital where. I was off of the morphine and they were giving me Percocet now. And Percocet. Yeah. Molly Percocet. Yes, from last okay. week. And, <laughs> Sorry. And uh, I was getting, with the pain meds, I was getting these crazy nightmares. So, it, yeah. Don't, don't so, do first of all, there's a pair, I'm getting upset. The drugs are making me upset with the nurses. And then I would go to sleep. And then it was just like a sea of people at a concert I was dreaming. And they were like raged induced yelling at me like they were like on uh, that 28, 24 hours, 28 days later. Uh, they had yeah. the, the infection sort of thing. And they were just oh, they were man, just man. like first like lightly clawing on my skin. But then they were ripping chunks of it off. And I'm going, I don't like this <laughs> dream. And uh, then it's like, this could be like a Resident Evil scene. So put that into geez, a video. Yeah, Paul, yeah, Paul Anderson, still that, you hack. Yeah. Uh, I'll keep it hard, base. when I was a kid, me and my cousins were watching Child's Play over yeah. my house. And there's a scene where Chucky throws a woman out the window. 
And right when that happened, the lights went out and we all freaked out because we thought Chucky was in the house and we all just cried and screamed for like an hour. And our parent, my parents had to console us and tell us that, no, Chucky didn't cut the power. It just was a funny accident. I would love to see that again. That movie, that moment was uh, hilarious. Oh, man. Anything you're looking forward to this week? Um, I'm looking forward to... Um, I got no plans. <laughs> I'm man, I got nothing. Yeah. Looking forward to a paycheck. That'd be nice. Buy buy stuff. Be a consumer. I'm looking forward to Deadpool two. Kind of. I'm hearing like crazy reviews about that movie. So I'm just gonna slide into a morning matinee and watch that. And talk about that next week. Other yeah. than that, I got nothing. I got nothing going, man. Just. I'm living this life as a nerdiverse combatant and uh, just taking it easy, man. Uh, any passing thoughts before we close this bad boy out? Uh, keep listening to the show. Keep listening to the yeah. show. Better words were never spoken. <laughs> and if you are listening to this show and would like to help us out, um, there's a couple of ways you can do that. Firstly, you can visit our Patreon, which is can be found through our website, mastersofthenerdiversecast.com. There you can listen to older episodes, listen to the podcast via SoundCloud, and be able to visit our Patreon, where any little shillelagh or ducat will go towards the show and just make our production, va- production level higher. We're trying to upgrade people. We're trying to give you a better product. That's an easy way to help out. If you want to help out a, um, a non-monetary, I can't talk. Uh, in a, if you don't want to give us money, that's fine. I appreciate it. Uh, you can definitely like, comment, or subscribe on the vertical that you're using to listen to this podcast. May that be iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. Love to hear from you. Love some feedback. And we are... Very quick to talk to our listeners and say, hey, well, how are you doing? I am, of course, your host, Mike G. And I'm your host, Winter Sturdivant. We are two hosts and we got the guns. I'm just going to let that breathe. And we always ask you to take that one. I hate that you left me hanging on that, you bastard. <laughs> like, I don't have guns. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. You're, you're on your own there, bro. Oh, man, I rescind all of that. And of course, we'll always ask you to take that one step beyond. Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus 30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. 
Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus $30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate.